We're sitting one-on-one in her recording studio, and she played four new songs from the album for me. Every time she would play a song, she would like fully do intense choreo, like three feet from me. So when Stupid Love came on, <laughs> she did all of the Stupid Love choreo in front of me for me, eye contact, holding it. And I'm like sitting on the couch, like, do I get up and dance with you? Like, do I watch <laughs> you? Like, do I get up and dance with you? I would fucking love to see it. <laughs> I know. So I kind of did a mix of like, you know, because I was like, I don't want to be too cool. Like, I don't, right. I don't, but I also don't want to get up and like, fucking lose my shit and dance with you because i'm also like five six seven eight (laughs) (laughs) because i'm also like doing a job you know so i was trying to be professional so i was was kind of like if you can envision this really earnest like head bop kind of you know making eye contact and like being really into stupid love while she's like sweating her ass off and literally bouncing wall to wall doing this choreo Welcome back, girls and gays. Welcome back to another episode of Internet-y. And yes, we are recording this from our separate apartments, which is why this may sound so chaotic and evil. Sorry. <laughs> um, where are you in your apartment right now? I'm just on my couch. Where are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm on my, my friend's couch. I did, in fact, mm-hmm. bike from Bushwick to East Village, but I stayed six feet from everyone. Yeah, so that's a lie. So go home, Justin. <laughs> but I miss you. This is so insane. This is so weird. I know. I miss you too. Um, but shall we get into this let's, insane week? Yeah, we have we have no choice. So let's do it. <laughs> I'm Peyton Dix. And I'm Justin Moran. And this is Internety, where each week we break down all the celebrity stories, memes, and trends that you should give a shit about online. Justin, how are you? I'm like not doing well. I honestly finished three bottles of wine last night and I'm doing my best drinking water and sitting alone in this living room. (laughs) Right, right. Please hydrate, Jesus. (laughs) How are you doing? You know, I've been better, Justin. I've been better. (laughs) It's kind of a chaotic time to say the very least. Um, (laughs) But, you know, holding through and quarantined, a quarantined cutie I am. That's great. When's the last time you've seen... (laughs) That's great. That's great. (laughs) No, it is great. We should be quarantined. That's great for you. I'm I'm happy that we're doing that thing. Hillary Duff said, you stupid millennials, don't go out. And I said, okay. I said, you know what, Hillary? Now I'm listening. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Now now I'm locking the door. <laughs> yeah. But okay, what is your pit for this week? I have a feeling that we're on the same page with this. We one. we absolutely are because it is everything. Everything is a pit. Everything about our existence right now and the world we live in is a pit. Um, so I don't even know. There's just too much to choose from, unfortunately. This is not going to be one of those episodes where Justin comes out with two peaks. It's just not going to be that way. Sorry, listeners. But yeah, everything is like on fire right now, it feels like. Have you done anything that's like, okay, everyone's switching to live streaming. Have you done any weird like Zoom dance parties? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, no. (laughs) But like, no, I'm kidding. Every single 
like celeb, not even celebrity actually, is like on Instagram live, like answering some Q and A's. But today was the first time I woke up and I was like, I might make a TikTok. Like I, it just, it's about that time. (laughs) It's about that time. And it seems like my calling is here. You know, I have a dance background. Maybe I help save some lives via TikTok. That's what I'm going to do. Not you opening your eyes this morning and thinking, maybe I make a TikTok. (laughs) First thought in the morning. (laughs) Well, wait, what was your pit, Justin? My pit is everything, but I, everything in the world is my pit. But I have to say that I did join a Zoom, like, house party, which was the craziest thing ever. (laughs) How was it? It was so awkward because, okay, so basically I got an invite to what was described as a Zoom house party. And for people who don't know, Zoom is what everyone's using now for like conference calls while we're all quarantined in our apartments. But I joined the Zoom dance party and it was all these strangers dancing to the same mix. And people were doing (laughs) like strobe lights and like fog machines and wearing costumes And um, I was like, this is not for me. And I was in there for about 30 seconds before I exited. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But that's kind of like beautifully dystopian. Yeah, it's it's beautifully dystopian. I live across Um, the street from a park and it actually is crazy the amount of people I still see just like chilling. Because it's nice out, you know, like ironically, it's actually very nice out. It's like springtime but like so many people are just running about and i'm like looking at them glaring through my window like go to a virtual dance party go join on that zoom call join me on the zoom call (laughs) um okay but do you have any peaks this week anything at all i do i do still you know coronavirus related of course but i will say two peaks for me yeah, I'm crazy. I'm coming for your gig again. Um, Kavia James, who's Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's daughter, who's a living legend already. And I don't even think she's like one. But there's this iconic photo. If you guys haven't seen it, please go to Dwayne Wade's Instagram page right now of her just like sitting sullen on a staircase. I don't know. But just like this disgruntled baby, like <laughs> encapsulates what America feels and looks like right now. What not even America, everyone everywhere looks and feels like right now and it's just so good i just love her facial expressions in general but that would be my peak number one peak number two is absolutely ashley tisdale dancing on tiktok where i soon will be doing the all (laughs) we're all in this together dance and i was just like and all the people like weighing in one by the way that black guy is not corbin blue we got word in that that is crazy i saw that and i was like that's not corbin and if it is he looks so different i know everyone's like did corbin get work done like i have no i can't tell and like i was like like i'm uh, obviously i'm black as we know but like i was just like wait let me zoom in. I had to really zoom. I was like, wait, oh my God, that's not Corbin Blue. Like this, someone just added this random black kid with curls into this compilation. I wish Vanessa Hudgens sat that one out, you know, her and her wine bottle. I wish, I was like, if you're going to do it, give me choreo, you know, I give know. me full out. You're quarantined, honey. You can do full out. But Ashley Tisdale held it down. She really did. I mean, yeah. we've been waiting for this for a long time and it's strange that we had to have a global pandemic to get this right con- to get Sharpay Evans back where she belongs <laughs> at the top <laughs> yeah. at the top top to the top top to the top <laughs> so what was your peak 
Okay, I mean, I honestly don't, there are so few peaks because <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my mind, but I guess the positive that we've seen is, like, on a serious note, like, the yeah. community building in the wake of all of this, and specifically from our very, very wealthy <laughs> celebrity friends who are sending money directly <laughs> to fans, including Megan The Stallion and Lil Nas X, which it's like, yes, you absolutely should be doing that. Right. If you are an extremely wealthy person right now, you absolutely should be giving money to people that are suffering, including Miss Megan and and Miss Lil Nas X. Miss Lil Nas, thank you for keeping that consistent. Actually, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really like the bare minimum because you know I have seen so many people, you know, in the same class, like doing that for each other. You know, especially amongst like queer. POC people. Yeah. So it's like, where are you celebrities who have like chunks and chunks of change to donate? And I think like we're starting to see that more and more. I know like Sierra and Russell Wilson just like donated a million dollars uh, or a million meals or something like that. And like Blake Lively and like what's his name? What what Ryan is he? You know her man. <laughs> no. Ryan Reynolds, right? Know. Is that his name? <laughs> Which Ryan? Sure. That Girl, sounds whatever. Right. We have bigger things. We have bigger fit to fry. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope this trend keeps continuing of the wealthy putting their money yeah. in their mouth is. Actually, that songwriter Justin Tranter, who's like written a bunch of songs for Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber, he was doing the same thing as Megan Thee Stallion, where it's like basically send me your Venmo and I'm gonna right. send you money. And he right. posted that like Venmo basically he was sending so much money to people that he like got blocked. Like it was like he had he had to like wait the next day or something to send money. Oh my money. god! Wait, that's so Basically, nice of him though. Good. I know he's amazing, and, and like that's what again, like that's what you should be doing if you have the resources too. But if you're rich and listening to this podcast, either give me and Peyton money or do, uh, Venmo, <laughs> Venmo your community until Venmo tells you to stop. Yes, please. That's a great call to action. Thank you for saying that, Justin. Venmo yeah. your community until Venmo tells you to stop. <laughs> wow, I love that. <laughs> Venmo, if you want to buy an ad in this podcast. Anyway, um, I heard from a little birdie that there's an, another peak for Miss Thang this week. <laughs> Ew, not a little birdie. A little birdie. <laughs> I guess, yeah, wait, the, the big the big peak of this week, yeah, and it's yeah. crazy that it, it came out in such a weird time, but Paper's Spring Transformation cover is out with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. I actually think it was, like, the perfect time for it to come out in a weird way. You know? I know. No, it, Especially with the theme of, like, the shoot, you know? Like, I know. It, like, it made sense. It's it's strangely, like, kind of apocalyptic, and um, even, like, the theme of transformation is, right. you know, the world is transforming every single day, but... You know, on a personal note, I was I had always envisioned releasing like this big story and maybe getting to celebrate with my friends, but I was by right. myself the entire right. day. <laughs> <laughs> but emotionally we were with you. And like yes. Justin, Miss Justin did the interview in her in her home. Which I is like did. let's just sit with that for a second. Let's just sit with Justin, the double E original little monster, like oh, in yeah. Lady Gaga's home. I know, just me and her sitting sitting one on one in her home, her Los Angeles home. Los Angeles. Okay, so speaking of sitting with Lady Gaga herself in her home, that is the deep dive this week. So keep listening if you want to hear more. Okay, so Justin, you flew out to Los Angeles for this year. I did. I when was it? Was it February? I guess it was in February. Um right. flew out 
flew out to LA and spent one full day with her for the shoot. And then the yeah. next day I did the interview to listen to her new album, Chromatica. Chromatica. We're going to be eating good. Honestly, like go eat good and go read this cover story right now. Um, but for our listeners who haven't seen the covers, the pictures are fucking insane. They really are. And I don't know. I mean, basically, I guess we can talk about the process of yeah, doing yeah. it. So we, we had to shoot her in this cage of cameras to yes, essentially yes. scan her body, every single angle of her body. And then the so those weren't um, just like props, right? Like those were like actual cameras, like yeah. So help. on on one of the covers, you see what the the right. the, the cameras look like, because um, she really was inside this cage of like a hundred cameras. And the process, the artist Frederick, who um, shot everything, basically you have to scan her body, and then they rebuild her as an avatar. So all the images are not actually her, but she did, in fact, like, it's like a real scan of her. Like, she did all those poses. Right, right. Ah, living. The horse (laughs) one took me the fuck out. I know. It's insane, like, having been on set with her. As if you've been on a photo shoot set, like, it's really crazy how these photos came to life because we were just literally in this small studio in California. (laughs) And she was just in this cage of this cage. Yeah, what was she like? I mean, she's exactly how you would imagine her being. She's oh, yeah. honestly <laughs> good. Very, I love like, that. Yeah, she she's like very earnest, and I think um, what I loved most about being on set with her is she's like very collaborative. Like when the first thing she did was say, "I consent to being nude with everyone in the room," which mm-hmm. I thought was really was really amazing and and yeah. smart. Honestly, um, and then she dropped her robe and was completely naked, and then that's how we got the first scan. That's the the cover of her attached to all of those those like robotic cords. Yeah. But she was very collaborative in in the sense of like this is how I work. Like when I've done projects like this in the past, like this is how this experience would go for me. But you tell me what you need as an artist, like from your end, like which was super cool. Yeah, how many people were on set? Was it pretty like? I guess if you said it was a small studio, was it a pretty small, you know? Yeah, it was a really small group of people. Like Lady Gaga has her core team that she always works with. And that's who we worked with on this team. Like Nicola Formichetti, who is the creative director, Sarah Tano, her makeup artist. So I think that she had kind of like her core crew there to make her feel really comfortable. And it's interesting also because the the pace of the shoot, normally when you're doing a typical photo shoot, it's like click, 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 like pose, 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 like music right. playing loud. And this one was very, it it was kind of like five, four, three, two, one, and then all the cameras would go off. Yeah. And so it was much more slow. And then anytime that they needed to do a different pose, they had to refocus every single camera on the cage. Oh my God. So how long was the shoot? I mean, it was maybe, like, I guess we started shooting, like, it was probably, like, six hours. Okay. Um, but it took about, you know, maybe 15, 20, 25 minutes to refocus all the cameras. So in between shots, we would just be sitting, like, as a group with Lady Gaga just talking about, you know, her life in New York and going to school in New York and just kind of, like, joking around. It was really crazy. That's so insane. Yeah. I also am curious, like, how did the concept even, like, come about? Was that something that yeah. you collaborated on with um, her or Nicola or like how, how did that kind of 
Yeah, I mean, it was definitely it was definitely like a paper Gaga collab, and you know, this is the first kind of this is the first magazine cover for her new album. So yeah. she was very involved in terms of like the direction and making sure that the imagery spoke to the direction of the album. And also, I will say that she, you know, paper obviously has the final say with with all creative, but she wanted the the naked butt shot to be the cover. Like that was yes. her pick, which I thought was really yes. <laughs> yeah. She she has she knows <laughs> she she was like no 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 put this one. <laughs> yeah. She knows what's best for us. I love that. She does. How did you not freak the fuck out? <laughs> I mean, I feel I, like it, I would like thinking about you specifically, just like. Literally all the knowledge like I know of Gaga came from Justin Moran's fucked up little brain. And so oh my like, God. I would just like, it's like, this was literally his magnum opus. Like how, how did you feel? Are you well right now? Are you, I mean, now? Can you die happy? <laughs> Again, like I, you know, I was kind of thinking in my head, I haven't said it out loud, but it's like, if, if the world all came to an end now, I kind of feel like that was it. Like I like did it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I mean, it was helpful because like I said, I had two days with her. First was the day we did the shoot. And then the second day I went to her house to go to her recording studio and hear more of the music. So I think it was helpful just like being kind of an observer on set to kind of normalize. I mean, we've, we've both worked with celebrities. So there's always that period of like, oh my God, it's Lady Gaga. And then there's within about like 20 minutes, you're like, okay, so she's just like a human as kind of cheesy as that sounds no and then once you once you move past that barrier it's like oh this is just a a person that's worked really really hard and been extremely successful like in her field basically right um but when she first pulled up to set in her like black car with her team with her sunglasses on with her pleasers on yes pleasers (laughs) yeah and um like her hot pink hair like first hugged every single person from the team that was going to be working on the set, including myself. And I definitely was freaking out at that moment. But once I got through the hug, I was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how long did the photos even like take to like render? It just I mean, was so intricate that I was like, holy fuck, this must have taken so long. It takes a long time. And I don't know the exact details, but like, you know, we we released it on this week on Monday, and yeah. I will say that we needed the full that full time to get them done. Yeah, um, because it was so intricate, and all of those scenes, Frederick and his team had to build. You know, basically build custom. Yeah, Frederick ate that up. Like all of the all of the the setups were drawn by him, so it was all planned before. So when we went oh. in to shoot her, it's like now we're gonna scan the shot of her where she is riding the horses now we're going to scan the shot of her where she's encased in that like glass like quarantine (laughs) (laughs) he's like i have a feeling something's coming (laughs) (laughs) i also saw that sophia the robot like tweeted like always (laughs) i know somebody was like sophia the robot you have 24 hours to respond or something yes yes I was like, okay, honestly, like, legends link the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, wait, going back for a second, though, like, you were in, let's just reiterate, her home. Her home. Her Her Los Angeles house. (laughs) And I will say, like, leading up to it, okay, so I I basically kind of cleared my schedule to really clear my mind because I was like, you know, you don't really know what to expect. So I 
cleared my whole day leading up to going to her house to do this interview. And then I decided last minute to get lunch with my friend Marta, who, if you don't know Marta Del Rio, she is the one that styled with Nicola the Stupid Love music video. And in my mind, I was like, oh, this will kind of ease some of the stress because I'll go and have lunch with like my best friend who works with her every single day. Right. Um, and being living in New York and then going to LA, you always forget how long the damn Ubers take like to <laughs> arrive and then get you to your dis- destination. Yeah. So. I was so like, my day was mapped out and I was going to get there on time. And then of course I'm running late. Like I'm, I can't get an Uber. I need to go up to the hills to get to her house. So I ordered like the most expensive Uber you could order. And because it also said it would get me there faster. And I also yeah. thought like, let me pull up to Lady Gaga's home in uh, like a black car, of course. <laughs> Justin's like, me too, bitch. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, like, you think With my you're rich? sunglasses and pleasers, honey. We both can yeah. do it. um yeah so I I pulled up to her house and you know the whole thing I will say what was so remarkable about it is you think with someone as famous as Lady Gaga that they could easily be super protective and like make the whole thing really like clear to me that I'm about to do this interview with a really really famous person but they were so welcoming like her security team waited for me at the door and like got me water and then walked me up to her recording studio at her house which is where we did the interview and was basically like okay she's she's gonna come in in about five minutes do you need anything like it was so chill yeah I just felt very I felt very like welcomed in her space, which is so cool. <laughs> and the thing that I have to ask about was the um, the dance break. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so please, please elaborate on that moment that will become clear to you all listening soon. <laughs> yeah. And this, I talk about all of these things in the cover story. So if you haven't read it yet, go to papermag.com and or buy an issue. But we're sitting one-on-one in her recording studio and she played four new songs from the album for me. Every time she would play a song, she would like fully do intense choreo, like three feet from me. So when Stupid Love came on, (laughs) she did all of the Stupid Love choreo in front of me for me, eye contact holding it. And I'm like sitting on the couch, like, do I get up and dance with you? Like, do I watch you? Like, (laughs) Do I get up and dance with you? I would fucking love to see it. (laughs) I know. So I kind of did a mix of like, you know, because I was like, I don't want to be too cool. Like, I don't, don't, but I also don't want to get up and like, fucking lose my shit and dance with you because I'm also like five six seven eight (laughs) (laughs) because I'm also like doing a job you know so I was trying to be professional so I I was kind of like if you can envision this really earnest like head bop kind of you know making eye contact and like being really into stupid love while she's like sweating her ass off and literally bouncing wall to wall doing this choreo Yes. I love eye contact. I love that detail. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, no, you're going to look me in the eye while I do this full out in the studio. Oh, that is uh, so like exactly what I would expect Lady Gaga to do, though. <laughs> Which yeah. makes me feel comforted, honestly. Right. It was, it was crazy. What, yeah. And also, what are some other like freaky anecdotes that happened that you can elaborate on? I guess um, when she came in, she had to, so she was like, I, or somebody else was using the recording studio. So she was like, I kind of need to reset the sound system, which honestly was, it really showed that she knew exactly what she was doing in the recording studio. Cause she started fucking with all these knobs and turning on speakers and turning things off. 
And um, I was like, okay, so like, you know exactly what you're doing in here. But she, she had all of her music, the new music on what looked like an iPod, like an iPod classic or something. Oh my God. Okay, I'm not really legend. sure. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's like it was something like an iPod Classic because it's not connected to the internet, so no crazy little monsters could get access to the music. Right, no more leaking her shit. <laughs> yeah, which she did talk about. She talked. She was like, "I know that stupid love leaked," and I said, yeah. "No, I'm not going to release it early. You guys can all wait when I'm done with this shit." Period. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was admirable. But I'm glad she lived- did that. Yeah. Yeah, she she in the in the interview she says like. A leak is not the, you know, statement that I want to make. And I'm going to finish this music video. I'm going to finish the cover. And you're going to get it all when it's done. Did you see, like, the Christian Cowan show? That yes. That was crazy. That the, was I crazy. Mean, <laughs> I will say, and, you know, we, we know and we love Christian Cowan. It was a bold move yes. on his end because yes. the last finale that did Lady Gaga was Alexander McQueen. Yes. Oh, yes. and it was his last show, you know, before he died. And not to get too into it, but it was like, okay, like, yes, we love Stupid Love, but that is a crazy thing to do to yeah, end your show. A, with a, bold, a bold choice. <laughs> uh, yeah. How long did you spend with her? An hour and a half, I would say. And it felt like maybe four hours. Actually, you know, it felt like maybe 15 minutes. I When I got back in the car, when all was said and done, I was like, what did we even talk about? Like, I, it right. was such a blur because... <laughs> When you're sitting that close with someone like Lady Gaga, half the time your brain is going, wow, I'm sitting here with <laughs> Lady Gaga. Wow, Lady Gaga's looking at my face. Wow, right. Lady Gaga's looking in my eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, Lady alternative headline. Wow, Lady Gaga is looking in my eyes. Um, that yeah. is so crazy. Did it feel like it came natural, though? Like, you know how sometimes you could yeah. interview someone and just felt like, oh, we're just having a conversation, which is obviously, like, ideal yeah. I mean, like, what did you, how yeah. did you prep? Like, <laughs> I mean, I honestly, and you can ask. You've been anyone, doing prep for your whole life. I've been doing <laughs> prep my whole life. No, but I, I really didn't prepare specific questions because I wanted to go into it and have it be really natural. And yeah, she was so comfortable and so nice. And um, I think because this was the first time that she was talking about the album, she was really, really excited to talk about it because she's been working on it for two years. So. She really led the conversation and I would kind of direct it in different ways if I had specific questions, but I kind of just let her tell me what she thought was important to know about the album, which was really cool. And this the is album random... is amazing If for, for all the little monsters listening to this. It's so, <laughs> so good. Uh, we're going to eat. But wait, I was actually going to ask, do you think coronavirus would affect this at all? I feel like if anything, everyone's like, yeah. please give us hope, like Gaga, Rihanna, like all the girls, like give us something to hold well, on to. I have been getting a lot of emails from people talking about how they're delaying the releases, but I haven't, I don't think that she's delaying it. And I kind of think, you know, depending on how long we're in quarantine, it artists should be releasing more things because we all need it. And Chromatica as an album is a very like positive album about the power of the human spirit and like dancing mm-hmm. through your pain. And like last night, like I said, drank three bottles of wine and like danced because there's three. literally nothing Just else to do. Number three on the clock, by the <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> so she, I, she absolutely should release the album like maybe even sooner. I would like it to come out like today if possible. So Gaga, if you're listening to this, um, we would just love you to bump it up. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like now more than ever, we need we need some positivity to hold on to. I was screaming at her being like, this is not Joanne. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. 
don't worry. You're in for a different ride. <laughs> yeah. She, she's very self-aware about all her projects. And we talked about how she was like, I would never regret anything that I put out. But she did say that Art Pop and Joanne were two projects that she kind of made for herself and wasn't thinking about the world that was listening to it, which I thought was really okay. interesting. And it's also in her right as an artist to do whatever the fuck she wants. But right. with this album, she, she said, like, I made this for the world again. Like, this isn't right. just for me. It's for it's for everyone. Yeah, I feel like we don't let artists in general pivot enough. Like, yeah. really at the end of the day, it's like, this isn't only for you. Like, this is also, a, like you said, a human being who, like, creates art for herself as well. So, like, I mean, but I'm glad. I'm happy she's feeding us this time. Um, but she also- is. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we need some hope. We need something to be excited about in this bleak, bleak time. Yeah. We are truly thankful to Gaga for providing us with a glimmer of hope. April couldn't come any faster, but honestly, Gaga, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, if you want to just drop that album a little bit sooner, uh, if you want to call Rihanna as well, we would love to (laughs) be fed right now. So make sure you head to papermag.com to check out the full cover story and also buy your copy. We will be back with a new episode next Thursday to keep you somewhat entertained during your social distancing. My quarantine tips for you this week are to eat an entire container of planters salted peanuts in less than 24 hours, which I have absolutely done, and also find someone you trust that doesn't have corona to have sex with. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just going to let that sit for a minute. Uh, my <laughs> my advice is do not listen to Justin and feel comfortable wearing your sweatpants for the five days you have already been in them. And if you love internet-y or even slightly enjoy it, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. See you next week and stay sane. 